Hey guys, it's Kayla. It's Katie. And you're listening to Murder, Mayhem, and Merlot. How's your week been? Um, well, it's, it just started. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I saw it. It's, it's Monday. It's Monday. It just started. Um, it was good. I didn't talk for like the first two hours or so of work, really. Well, that's okay. I love my coworkers, but I didn't want to talk to them. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it was your birthday on Sunday. Yes, my birthday yesterday. was Sunday. It's yesterday. I Happy am... birthday, Katie. The boring, boring age of 23. Ugh, don't even start. Just with what a me. boring sounding like age, though. Katie, I literally turned 30 this year. I don't want to hear your shit. Right, okay? That's like a milestone. A very depressing one. I don't know. I feel like 30 is a good time. I probably won't feel that way when I so turn far, 30. So far, not so much. But uh, Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what, month in? A little over a month in? Right. But yeah, Saturday was a good time for your birthday. Saturday and- was a good time. <laughs> Drunk Katie is very funny and mouthy, but I have no fun. filter anyway, anyway. Sober, yeah. <laughs> and so then you just put alcohol in it, and it becomes monstrous. Mm-hmm. It being me, right? But it was a good time. It was a good time. Make sure you take your cake home today. I will. Okay, they got me ice cream cake. Yes, which is the shoot. <laughs> so, what is your case today? Today, I am doing. The Pappen Sisters. I don't know if you say it with like a fancy French accent. There's This is in France, so there's a lot of French words in here. I'm not French. And I didn't get to take French in high school because it was always booked and busy. So I have to take Spanish. Right. So I don't really know French. So this is going to be roller coaster. It's going to be fun to listen to. Yeah. Okay. So the Pappen Sisters. The Pappen Sisters. Interesting. Okay. You know, abused little kids. Mm-hmm. Pretty much orphans. All right. Turned into basically house slaves, turned into lovers, <laughs> turned into murderers. Great. It's a good time. Yeah. All right. Got a little everything in there. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start their origin story. Okay. So Clements, I'm gonna call her Clements Pappen because I could not find her maiden name, was the mother of the Pappen sisters. She actually had three daughters. In nineteen oh one, Clements married Gustav Pappen. What a name. Yeah, right? Gustav. Gustav. Gustav and Pepp. Clements. She sounds very fresh. Like Clementine. But she ain't, though. Okay. <laughs> the two met, married, lived in France in a little village. The reason for their marriage was not one of love and sunshine and rainbows and happiness and joy. They had had sex prior to their marriage, and Clements got pregnant. As one does. So Clements found out that she was pregnant, and then this time, the thing to do back then was you get pregnant you gotta get married right the rules are the rules okay they just live there so that's what they did nine-ish months later their first daughter amelia was born 
Clements had an affair a couple years later, and Gustav decided that they should just uproot and just move away. Just fresh start. Let's move away. Go somewhere else. You obviously can't contain yourself. The men here just be too fine, Gustav thought. So let's move somewhere where they're not. Clements did not like the idea of moving away. And Clements's favorite little thing to do when she was upset was to threaten suicide. So that's what she started doing. She was like, you try to move us, I'll kill myself. This was like her. She didn't do it in like a, like she was mentally ill. Okay. But she didn't do it in like a, I'm super depressed kind of way. It was a manipulation tactic for her. I mean, it often is a manipulation yeah. tactic. So, Ain't it, Katie? Yeah. Yeah. You said that like I do that. <laughs> I, no. I just want to clarify, I don't do that. No, Katie does not do that. Yeah, it's not me. So this became a regular pattern with Clements throughout her lifetime. But the family did move. So Gustav was like, you won't, and we're moving. So Gustav, Clements, and their first daughter, Amelia, all move to Morang, France. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but that's where they went. Like the pa? Morang pa? No. Lemon, lemon Morang pa? No. It's oh, okay. not spelled the same. Okay. After the move, on March 8th, 1905, they had their second daughter, Christine Pappen, and later, on September 15th, 1911, so a few years later, they had their youngest and final daughter, Leah. I don't know if it's Leah or Leah. I've heard it said both ways. Okay. I think it's Leah, though. So, Leah Pappen. Gustav had to deal with a lot of mental breakdowns with Clements. And so he decided to self-medicate with alcohol. Yay! Because that's always a really great idea. And he Insert was, sarcasm here. Yeah. He was drunk about 95% of the time. And maybe some of Clement's like, issues were postpartum. It could have been. And yeah. no treatment and stuff. Mm -hmm. When he was drunk, he would become very verbally abusive to Clements. And Clements was constantly threatening suicide, even in front of her children. At some point, Clements discovered that Gustav had sexually abused their oldest daughter, Amelia, when she was 10 years old. Clements believed that Amelia, at around 10, seduced Gustav. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, but... So she was going to punish Amelia, and to do that, she sent her to an orphanage that was run by nuns. This place was super strict. Super strict. As I would think a place run by nuns would be but not like let's just enforce the rules kind of strict like we'll beat you if you don't follow the rules oh, okay and they worked these kids like they were 25 year old young people working on a farm or something i mean they worked these young girls hard so it was like a labor camp pretty much okay. run by the nuns they're just out there doing god's work so as they do so, Amelia lived there, and then from that point, Clemens was like, I'm pretty much done being a mom, and I don't want to do this anymore. And so, she put Christine and Leah also in different orphanages. Not the same one as Amelia, because she didn't want them to be together. So, then, which you could do back then, right. like, you could just take your kids for a little vacay. You could, which is what Clemens ends up doing, Clemens finds out, oh... If I basically sign like a contract with some wealthy people and because they're my kids and they're not of legal age to make their own decisions, I can get checks while they do a bunch of work. So around like 14, 15, 16, she leaves Amelia in the orphanage with the nuns 
but Christine and Leia start working as housemaids for people. So she sends Christine and Leia to be housemaids. They would work sometimes at the same house, sometimes at different houses. Mm -hmm. But they never got to keep the money, obviously, because the checks were being sent to Clements. What a crock of shit. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be a mama. And she just kind of was like... And then you just... So you, like, just send them off and you still get paid. You still get the check. I really feel bad for Amelia, though, the oldest, because she was kind of just like, fuck her, and just left her in Right, no, I feel bad for all three of them. Don't get me wrong. I know, but she just, like, abandoned... I mean, she pretty much abandoned all of them, Mm -hmm. but she really was like... And still got paid. It's just... Bye, Amelia. That blows my mind. Yeah. And all of this, I'm going to abandon my kids thing, it came from... Her, Clements, her being Clements, and Gustav decided to get a little divorce, which is crazy because they loved each other so much. Right. Like, that's a shock. Yeah. They decided to get a little divorce. Um, There for a hot second, Christine and Leah both had to go into a mental institution. And then when they came out, she was like, you're going to an orphanage. And then she was like, just kidding. I'm going to use you guys for money. So that's how they got there. I mean, they were just set up for success. Right off the bat. I mean, I mean... In 1926, Christine was hired by Rene Lancelin, who was a retired lawyer. So he had money. He was able to retire pretty early, and he was just going to be set for life. Rene also had a wife whose name was Leonie and a 27-year-old daughter who still lived at home, who was Genevieve. After working for the Lancelins for a few months, Christine was able to convince Rene Lancelin the man in the house, to hire her sister, Leah. Immediately when they started working together, showed some real odd behavior. The Lancelins were like, they weird, and they were, and they'd only ever had each other, and they've got mental health problems, and they're really not normal. And at some point, they begin an incestuous relationship, so I would also think they were weird. They rarely spoke unless they were alone with one another, and They also rarely spoke because they weren't necessarily allowed to speak unless spoken to. And then when they were spoken to, the only sister that would speak to any of the Lancelins was Christine. Leia never spoke to them, ever. She did what they said. She listened to them. She did her job, but she never spoke. Christine always did the talking for both of them. It's interesting. Which which comes into play later. Okay. They spent all of their free time in their bedroom with each other. The only time that they went out is if they had chores to run or they had to go to church on Sundays. And I literally mean had to, as in the Lancelins made them go to church. That was their only free time, really, besides sleeping at night. And they would sleep together in the same bed. Now, they did have a nice little setup. They had a room in the attic. They were paid pretty good wages for the time. And they also had a heater in their bedroom. So it was said that they had a pretty good setup, and a lot of the other housemaids around town were pretty jealous of the setup that they had. Right, and I mean, on the surface, like, telling me, oh, they slept in the same bed, I mean, they're sisters, that's not so weird, especially when you've only had each other, but then you say there's, like, incestuous stuff going on, and, like, you know, that's just... A lot of mental health problems going on there. Yeah. They lived at number six, Rue Briere. Fancy. Yes, very fancy. So like I said, it's said that the Lancelin family treated them pretty well. They had that heated room. They got good money. The sisters were reportedly very hard workers and very good at their job. They always did what they were told, and they were pretty sought-after maids. Leonie reportedly performed white glove tests on surfaces that the girls had dusted. She would go through the entire house with her little white glove on 
And if they missed one single spot, she would lose her fucking mind. I mean, I'd hate for somebody to come do that in my house because... Yeah, she did it. It, it, your, Your glove would be gray. She did it almost daily. Yeah, no, see... And if Leone found a speck of dust or if something was not cleaned up to par, it is reported that she would go into these angry fits and she would smash the girls' heads into the wall. And there was apparently one incidence where Leia had not cleaned something and it was dirty on one of like the table surfaces. And when Leone found it, she pinched Leia, drug her to the spot, and while still pinching her to the point that Leia started bleeding, she made her clean it again and then made her clean up her blood. So while everybody in the town thought that they were good little employers because right, the they, had a, heated, they <laughs> had a heated room, <laughs> um, they really weren't. The bar is so low. Very. Leone would not allow the girls to speak unless she spoke to them. But that's usually how it goes, right? Like, you think something is so great behind closed doors, mm-hmm. while, you know, behind those doors, it's hell. Right. You know, that's, I mean, that's how abuse yeah. usually happens and how that works, oh, un- yeah. unfortunately. And most of the time, for Leone to give her orders, which she was the one who gave the orders to the girls on what to do, right? she would put it on notes because she didn't feel like she had to actually speak to them. And supposedly... After working there for a little over seven years, both Christine and Leia said that they never once spoke to or were spoken to by Renee. And that's the daughter. That's the father. Oh, yeah. That's okay. the man of the house. Okay, yeah. They said this is in, This is France where Renee is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, is usually typically a In seven years, thing. they never spoke to him and he never spoke to them. Super weird. Super weird. That is weird. So fast forward to February 2nd, 1933. It had been overcast, raining all day, just gross outside in general. Genevieve, so the daughter, and Leonie, the mother, had been on a shopping excursion all day because, you know, they got money, honey. And they were expected at an evening party at Leonie's brother's home later that evening. And they were going to be there pretty late into the night. So Renee's brother-in-law. Yes. Okay. Renee was supposed to meet the two women there. The Pappen sisters knew that the family had an outing that evening, so they did their chores as usual. Leia had been instructed to take an iron that was broken down to an electrical repair shop and get it fixed and then bring it back, use it to iron out, hang, and fold the laundry. So she goes, she drops it off, she comes back, does some house chores, she goes back later, picks up the iron, brings it home, goes to plug it in, it blows a fuse. The entire house goes dark. It blew the electricity out of the whole house. Damn. I bet she was, like, frantic because of what... Probably because she knew she's going to get her ass That's whipped. what I'm saying. Like, Leone pinched her to the point that she bled. Mm-hmm. What's she going to do over a blown-out fuse? She going she gonna to beat her ass. So, yeah. Well... I'd be uh, frantic. The girls had the option to fix it. They decided that since... The Lancelins would be over at Leone's brother's house until late. They wouldn't be coming home till late into the night. It's going to be dark anyway. I don't know why they thought that they wouldn't try to flip a light on when they came home, but they didn't really think about that. And they just decided, we'll just go to bed. We'll fix it in the morning. I'm not going to lie. That would probably be me. Not their best choice, though. No, no. Like, you, like that's what happened, girl, after you got pinched. Yeah, I'd have been scared over a, <laughs> yeah. over a blown fuse. So they were like, nah, we're going to go to bed. You know, 
when I when I'm overly stressed though, <laughs> to the bed I go. To the bed. <laughs> Unfortunately, around five thirty to six thirty, Leone and Genevieve came home. Leone walks in, can't turn her lights on, sees that there's laundry still sitting there that was supposed to be ironed, folded, and hung up and put away, and it's just chilling. Being the woman that Leone is, she loses her shit. Her cheese, not even in the same room as her cracker. I've never heard that before. You know, your cheese slipped off your cracker. It's not even in the room with her. Oh, gotcha. It is not even in the room with Leone at this time. Loses her mind. You know, I didn't see that coming. Right. So, Christine comes downstairs, starts explaining that they did go get the iron fix just as they were instructed to do. Leia came back, plugged it in blew a fuse. They decided they couldn't really do anything else at that point, that they were just going to go to bed, fix everything in the morning. And really, that's logical. I mean, you're going to have daylight and right by then. So, but not, not Leonie did not see it yeah. as that. And she went into what Christine said was a violent rage. So Christine reacts in self-defense, she says, and she takes a pewter jug which is those big metal pitchers. Mm-hmm. A lot of restaurants still have them. Yeah. Sometimes they were made of metal. Sometimes they were made of tin. Some people that were rich had them made of silver. They had money, so it was probably silver, which means it was probably heavy. And she smashed it right into Leonie's head. Just boom. Genevieve sees her mother getting attacked. What? I just think of that. TikTok goes, Pow. My head hit the wall. Pow! And I have. (laughs) (laughs) So Genevieve immediately ran to her mother's side and tried to defend her mother. Kind of started going after Christine. Leia, who's upstairs in her room in the attic, hears all this and is like, oh shit, gotta go help. Except she probably didn't say that because, you know, she didn't talk. It is reported that Genevieve lunged at Christine and Christine, pissed off, said, I'm going to massacre them. Leia, when she got downstairs, climbed on top of Leone, and Christine cheered her on and said to Leia, smash her head into the ground and tear her eyes out. And so she did. Leia began beating her and then stuck her fingers inside of Leone's eyes and pulled them out. Just took them right out. I bet Leone didn't see that coming. (laughs) She didn't. Not anymore, anyway. Right. So then... Christine, who's still kind of going at it with Genevieve, the daughter, thinks, I can also do that. So she stuck her fingers inside of Genevieve's eye sockets and ripped her eyes out. Now Genevieve and Leonie are blind and they're just kind of laying there. They can't do anything. They're in excruciating pain. So the Pappen sisters say, let's take this opportunity and let's just torture them. So the Pappen sisters walked around the house They collected a few things. They got a hammer, a knife, and a pewter pot. And they just went at the two women until Genevieve and Leonie laid there still and without making a sound. You would think that after viciously beating these women that they would be done, right? Nay, nay. They lifted the skirts up of the now dead Leonie and Genevieve and began cutting chunks of their buttocks and their thighs off of their body. As a final disgusting touch, the sisters 
removed period blood from Genevieve and basted it inside of her mother, Leone's body. These girls just became completely unhinged. Very much so. Right. They took their eyes out first, Mm -hmm. right? Beat them to death, Mm -hmm. cut them, and then, as you put it, basted Leone with Genevieve's blood. Mm -hmm. Her menstruation blood. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Self-defense. Right. I mean, no, but I mean, yes and no. Right? Like, yeah. So the Pappen sisters, after their last little final cherry on top, they decided that they were tired and it was time for bed. So they locked every single door in the house, went upstairs to their room, lit one candle, and waited for Renee to get home. When Renee realized that he'd been at the party for a while and his wife and his daughter had not shown up, he returned home with one of his friends from the party. They discovered that all the doors were locked, they couldn't get in, and the house was pitch black. Renee contacted the police who broke into their home. When they walked in, they see on the stairs a bloody and gruesome, gory scene. The two were beaten so badly that Renee had a hard time identifying who was who. That's his wife and his daughter. Upon further inspection, the police found that Leone's eyes had been wrapped. She had a scarf wrapped around her neck and they had just stuck the eyes under a layer of the scarf. Genevieve's eyes were just sitting on the stairs. They were just chilling. Police were like, we got to look through the rest of the house. Because Renee said, we have two maids that work and live here. So they were like, oh, we got to go see if they're alive. Yeah, I bet the, their first thought was... They're probably dead. Oh, shit. They're they're somewhere dead in the house. Yeah, they're yeah. also dead somewhere. Because at this time in the 1930s, no one's thinking these two women have done this. Like just our last episode. Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden. No one's thinking this woman did this. Yeah. So they're like, they're probably thinking these two little innocent maids are dead somewhere else in the yeah. house. So they go straight up to their room. They walk in and it's reported that they were just kind of lying on the bed next to each other. But also some sources said that they were spooning. All sources said that the two sisters were completely naked, laying on the bed with one another, just kind of holding each other. Sitting on their bedside table is a hammer with blood all over it, chunks of meat and mats of hair just stuck to the hammer. And the two looked at the police and they said, we did it. Just chilling. They just calm as could be. We did it. And that's where the investigation ended. Christine then looked at one of the detectives and said, it was her or us. And Leah looked at police and said, from now on, I am deaf and dumb. And that was true because Christine is the only one that talks throughout the questioning, any of the investigation, throughout the trial, and even afterwards. Leah quite literally never speaks. Not once. So the trial began for the two women. Of course, their attorneys, they put in the insanity plea. They cited their families, bad mental health issues in the past, especially their mother. They had had like a cousin or a grandfather that had gone into a mental asylum, yada, yada, yada. So they cited all of these things as evidence that they were not mentally well. And that is why this happened. And also tried to use self-defense. Neither of them worked. They were said to be sane. And so they were put on trial. Christine 
was tried, found guilty, and was sentenced to be executed by guillotine. They were just going to chop that head off. And I just... Mar- Marie Antoinette that. Just... Right. Yeah. Chop it off. Leia was also found guilty, but was only sentenced to 10 years of hard labor. She, she was, she's probably like, bitch, I've been doing that. Probably. Leia was seen more as an accomplice than anything. And Christine was viewed as like this puppet master. Like the leader. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So Christine goes her way. Leia goes her way. They're in completely different places. This is the first time since they were very young that the girls have been separated. Leia kind of does her thing. She actually gets released after just eight years for good behavior. So she does her time. She's she's sentenced. She serves her time. Christine, however, goes quite literally insane. She would just sit and have these screaming fits all the time. She would beg to see her sister. She would cry out for her sister. They kept telling her, you will not see your sister ever again. You will never see Leia again, which made her more upset, more cuckoo, to the point where in protest... She started starving herself. At one point in one of her fits, she tries to tear her eyes out. I don't know what it is with Christine and the eyeballs, but she tried to take her own out. So for the rest of her time, she is put in a straitjacket almost 24-7. Christine, her sentence was originally going to be put to death. They ended up commuting her to life in prison. She was still starving herself. And she died as a result of starvation in 1937. Leia was released in 1941. She changed her name. She was like, bye. And she lived with her mother, Clements. Weird turn of events there. Never thought she'd go live with her mother. But I don't think that Leia could like live on her own because she was very dependent, dependent on Christine. And now, even though she did those eight years, I think she still kind of needed someone there. Yeah. Yeah. And Leia began working as a housemaid and that's what she did for the rest of her life she also got out just in time for world war ii interesting little thing to come out to yeah you know yeah she just did eight years of hard labor after she pretty much was instructed to help murder two Mm -hmm. people and then the world went to shit and then she comes out literally quite literally Mm -hmm. and and, i mean she was like shit i'd probably rather be back in there i probably would have been and it's reported that leia died in 1987 but there were more sources that i found that said that she actually lived until 2001 and that she died of a stroke in a nursing home so we don't really know but there's a lot more reports that say that she lived till 2001 Hmm. which is weird to think that this happened in 1933 yeah and then she probably died in 2001 right that's a because I was like, I mean, I would only be a year old, but I'd be alive. Right. So it's weird. I was not quite 10 years old. There you go. Mm -hmm. But that is the story of the Pappen sisters. They sound like a good gaggle of gals. I mean, like... This case had the town very in half on this. It was 50-50. Yeah. Pretty much the rich. That's how how I kind of feel. I'm not trying to excuse what they did because it was awful and atrocious and... But at the same time, they were abused. And I'm yeah. not, like I said, I'm not excusing it, it. It did like it. The rich were pretty much upset for the Lancelins, which horrible. Yeah. Horrible what happened. Right. But that doesn't make 
Leonie a good person because she wasn't. And it doesn't and make then, the Pappen sisters not victims themselves. Right. In their own way. Right. You know, and when you're constantly on pins and needles mm-hmm. and abused in that already way. not mentally well. Right. Already because of their parents. And got a cracked foundation. I mean. Yeah. Like it's. We see this a lot, it right? Wasn't it's go well. Like I said, I don't. Uh, they 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 went unhinged. They became unhinged, mm-hmm. and they deserved punishment. But at the same time, it wasn't just out of nowhere either. If mm-hmm. if that makes sense, yeah, like, it was like a slow burn. That was probably just the straw that broke the camel's back, mm-hmm. and the dam broke and boy it broke and this case also when you know the rich kind of started backing the rich and the people that employed other housemaids and stuff and then the housemaids were coming to the defense of the Pappen sisters Mm -hmm. in a similar explanation that you just gave but also this for a few months right after this happened and this came out in the news in the town there were a lot of housemaids that came forward with abuse stories from their employers. So it oh, kind of sure. got a lot of exposure in the abuse and neglect of working women inside of these homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of like, a, I don't want to say like a silver lining, but like it was. Something, such, something kind of good came out. Right. From it. something so yeah. gruesome. Right. So, yeah, but that's wild. I, it is. It's, 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 it's a wild story. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty gruesome. It's just it's a gross definitely one. a a tale of like just mental health and abuse and do you like were there any reports of their oldest sister? Um, she actually became a nun when she was sixteen and lived at a monastery. Oh, yeah, okay, well, yeah, and that was pretty much the end. She's of like, I want story. nothing to do with any yeah, of that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Leia ever saw her oldest sister again. I could not find anything. Right. I just, that's kind of, well, that's interesting and wild. And gross. And gross. It's just gross. It is. I mean, they just. The incest and then the eyeballs. Their eyes out. Yeah, it's all. Stuck their fingers in there and just. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Mm -mm. No. Gross. Gross. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Wear sunglasses indoors all the time. Oh, (laughs) just so nobody can just. I don't know where you're going with that. But like, don't abuse the help either. True. But, you know, follow OSHA guidelines and wear goggles. Safety goggles all the time. All the time. I'm actually thinking about super gluing some to my face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we're going to go watch a movie. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Mikey Kinley for audio and editing and our friend Avalyn Yulaberry for our cover art make sure to like and follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram our Instagram is m3podcast and you can find us on Facebook under the name of our podcast which is murder mayhem and merlot (laughs) 